If you're listening to this, you already know that you look good and want a big tease tease, but I just wanted to give a big shout out on this auspicious episode to a bunch of people who have been so fantastic to the Sports Best Friends process. Obviously, the co-hosts get a shout during the episode you'll hear soon, but I wanted to give a special place to a bunch of listeners, people who, without an audience, uh, probably still would have done it, but it's just great to know that they're there. And hey, Sam's a big part of that. Media Watch Mario's a big part of that. Jack Amato's been great recently, just telling me all the time that these people are listening. Ma underscore Aaron and, and Wano Tiger have always been people who have been so lovely and kind to me with their words over the time. Fat Harry Lazy's been so lovely. Um, the Bronze for John's, so great, always telling me, oh, I hope I don't forget anyone. Uh, Storm, Mofo Storm fan, often gets in the DMs and, and tells me I'm doing a great job. Uh, Gilby underscore Gillard, the massive Canberra legend, often telling me I'm doing a great job. Jamie B was so supportive of this and of uh, Little Rugby League. There's so many great people in the community who are always so kind to me, letting me know in the DMs that I'm doing a great job or they're enjoying certain bits. Um, so thanks. Thanks so much for that team. Uh, anyway, on with the show. Big shout out to you. Be love. Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends NRL Season, a podcast as excited about football as Big T is about recording 200 episodes. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T, views are our own and I'm recording these views on the Corey Thompson Zoom hotline with your friend and mine, Crabs. How are you, Crab Apple? Congratulations, I'm good. Congratulations, 200 apps is wild. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a very long time. It's been almost 21,000 uh, listens since the beginning, wow. which is crazy. That's amazing. Uh, How many years have you been doing this for? Yeah, I don't know, mate. Maybe five? <laughs> I should have looked that That's up. That's so cool. Uh, 20, Ballpark five. 20, yeah, I think so. Well, this is the sixth season, so maybe four or five. Uh, cool. we've had, I just want to give a quick shout out to Mercho, who was our original producer and my brother-in-law, who was great. He's now gone on to bigger and better things. Um, the original co-host, Sophie Bomber. Um, and then I had Dr. Miggs. I had Pat Booms. He's been here a bunch of times. Uh, I did a year solo thanks to COVID. There was a trivia series when the NRL was in lockdown. There was sports best friend stories. We did a bunch of one-on-ones with players and coaches. Did a season about footy smiles, uh, over an off season. And then obviously there's been you, one of my favourite um, co-hosts to date. Uh, but I've also learned a lot, obviously, about podcasting now that I'm producing my own and, and whatnot and having other people record Zooms and maybe able to make that into to podcasts. And I've learned a lot about social media and how to best enjoy it um, because it can be challenging at times to enjoy. And obviously mm-hmm. learned a lot about um, football, so it's been great. Um, yeah, but... But also thanks to you, Crabs, because I'd still be doing it by myself if you weren't brave enough or uh, outgoing enough to, to say yes. And so thanks for getting, <laughs> getting involved. No worries. I, being so great. I feel, I feel like, um, you know, some of the people you mentioned, there's elite company there that I've joined. So the, the alumni of Sports Best Friends <laughs> feel very good about that. Yeah. And I'm in the, uh, I'm in the works now to hopefully get you and Pat doing a, a Zoom next week because I think, Two, if there would be two Hall of Famers, um, it'd be you and Pat. I get more chat about you and Pat than any other co-hosts ever. I think it 
has a lot to do with your sensual voices uh, as much as your <laughs> love for South Sydney. I think we have a, a few South Sydney listeners, but... Um, Awkward when we both sign off with bang so at great. the end. The harmony. Everyone's exactly. earphones will pop. It's Absolutely. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially if you guys have won because you're going to be so high-pitched. Oh. Amazing. Outrageous. Oh. If anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Friday. Tripolovich versus Chicken Chow Money. We're going to start with at Sea Eagle Spur. Tonight has been a real passing of the torch. Tom came out on top every single time they met on the field in attack and defence. No disrespect for Teddy, but Tom is the best player in the world now, without a doubt. How did you see the Roosters? How did you see Teddy and the Roosters? I mean, it was... I always... I had quite a lot of faith in Manly from the start but or from the start of the game sorry um but um i thought maybe the roosters would have put up more of a fight Mm. i don't feel that they really came out guns blazing like i felt like i felt like manly was really really good and they were on but i don't think that the roosters looked like the roosters on friday night i think that's a fair shout at Woodward underscore Curtis said, Bellamy and Storm would love that Manly upset, uh, would love Manly to upset South next week if they meet in the grand final. Melbourne can easily shut down Turbo, already proven. Mm-hmm. Storm would have no problem with South. Now, how did you see, um, how did you see Tommy and the Tripolovich? Like, I, like I, they looked like they looked great, mm. but I, but I, I, but I don't think it looked like it was a semi. Is it a semi final? Was it a semi final? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what they call those ones. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't look like a semi final game, to be honest. Like it yeah. still felt like it still felt like it was just like another one of the season, really. Mm. Um, I mean, Manly do look great. They really do look great. But I, I, I do. I'm unsure about how they'll go against the rabbits. I do potentially think it really just depends on how the rabbits come out that day. Like, Mm. I mean, they looked so good last week Mm. and if they come out again like that, they'll be all right. Um, But I don't like the chances of, of any of them beating Melbourne, (laughs) unfortunately. (laughs) Unfortunately. You see it more as, South game to to lose. They're the ones with the in the power position. If they play to their best, they win. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what yeah. they do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying there. Um, mm. My favorite moment of that. I mean, the game was gone pretty quickly, which was um, yeah disappointing. Complete. complete uh, it was disappointing. The next, the next game had everything. <sighs> but, the, um, <laughs> but my favorite time, the favorite part of that was Manly make a break. They get it to Saab. Saab's running down the um, touchline and has a professional game face of, you know, who's chasing me, how much further I have to go. But he just runs past his bench who are all doing like an NBA style, like hooting and hollering. And he then just like erupts into this huge, beautiful smile. And he's also, he doesn't do anything stupid. He just watches them. He's so excited. He just, yeah. He's also just into it. And it was a great, great moment. Great photos. It was. And so Manly fans, if so I had seen that, I would have just been loose. I would have been smashing yeah, tears and absolutely, just like of course. popping balloons. Um, it would have been amazing. I, I was looking at that. He's very, um, he's very leggy, isn't he, old Saab? I was trying to work out, like, what's fast about him. 
and he really is like he's got like him what would he be he'd be like six foot five or something like he looks like a big boy but he's very like um gallopy in his legs like because i was Mm. trying to work out because you know how they're doing the whole thing of like who's faster fox or saab um and people are now kind of saying saab is but fox like looks more agile whereas like that run particularly that that one up the sideline was like very gallopy like a horse yeah gallopy um gallopy i saw him in a there's a ko documentary about high school it might be called the high school or the rookies or the the season maybe it's called the season and they mm. um it's a documentary of one school for one year while they go through a season uh and oh, yeah. it, it's incredible because in that there's about five nrl players so that, so that team has maybe two or three um Mm. They, they go through a, a knockout series and, and versus a whole bunch of other schools on the way. And you also start noticing other NRL players. You know, so Dane Laurie plays in some Penrith school and, and you mm. notice him because he scores like two tries all by himself and everyone's like, you've got to shut mm. that kid down. Uh, they play, they end up playing in the grand final and losing to David Fafita and uh, who's in high school as well. And he's just has an insane game. But Saab is on the school that we're following. And so we see him as a kid in year 11 or 12. Um, doing an excellent job and and trying to make his way up. And so it was amazing to see. But anyway, he has blistering speed even when he's um, a baby teenager. When he was younger. Yeah. What's, the, what's, that, what's that documentary called? I think it's called The Season. And they have... Um, the Season. Yeah. And so they have that on... There's a rugby union one about another high school in Australia. There's, uh, I think yeah. there's a softball one or a whole bunch of other sports. It's not just a rugby league thing. But um, it was fascinating. Is that on really KO? I think so. Yeah, cool. I have all of them, so it's really hard for me to keep track of. You know, I know, Fox I know. Or Stan or... Um, I will add that to my list of documentaries that I'll never watch, but say <laughs> I will. Great, just like, like uh, the Tigers. I was going to say thanks, like the ones that already finished. <laughs> At drob seven seven seven, the season from hell is finally over. It was hard to watch. Most other clubs with our injury toll would be competing for the spoon. Good news True. is that it has meant uh, we have a lot of kids that now have a lot more NRL experience under their belt. Exciting times ahead. And it's great that Dean and his fan base could not only, I mean, it was a, a, it was a terrible game to be to end on, but could be feel mm. very proud about that season and a lot of the injuries. Um, I mean, now we've had some big clubs leaving. Cut it off. We're down to 12. Uh, and don't tell us who you're tipping, but, you know, it's pretty exciting that we're now just down to 14. Is there any other comments you got about this game before we move on? No, but I thought that was actually a good point that that Twitter person just read out. That is true that, like, the amount of injuries that the Roosters have had to be in the top, whatever that was, um, is pretty exceptional, actually, yeah. and speaks to, speaks to like, you know, the winning mentality of that club. Well, the captain um, of Australia in New South Wales and their club, Boyd Corner is the second row, mm, was a big one. Mm, but then to lose your spine, like mm, Kiri and their hooker friend, who was a co-captain. Yeah. Outrageous. Yeah. I mean, they had half a season to get over it. Also, Brett Morris, who was arguably the best. He um, was sensational. And then yeah. what about the last one? The, um, we might be doing one that. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, score. Uh, 42-6. At Scott Bailey, AAP tweeted, Josh Morris will go down as one of the best players to never win a premiership, not just one of the good guys of rugby league, but one of the greats. And just as mm. good on the field as he was off too. And I think that's maybe what you were just talking about, was it? That Josh's mm. brother also now retires. Um, and so we had both those Brett, Brett, sorry, both those Morris boys for so long, just doing such great things on and off the field. 
Um, I had no idea that Josh hadn't won one. He's just played for so many teams and played so well for so long. I just assumed that he'd pick one up on the way. And they were like, so, they're like, surely they're older than the average rugby league player. And they were carving it up. Absolutely mm. like phenomenal every week, week in, week out. Um, Brett yeah, they're was, great. Brett was um, edging closer and closer to the all-time try scorer. Um, oh, really? Holder. So he's at, he was only second now. If he'd done, if he'd continued playing this season in the same rate that he was, uh, and mm. played probably one more season, he would have beaten it. And the guy who's racing down, I think, is Ken Irvine, who played for mm. North and scored. You know, in with all due respect to Ken, um, mm. played I think in the 30s or 40s, where if you were gifted and no one, everyone else are farmers, mm. there was a, there's a window there for you to score a lot. But I guess anyone could have done it, and Ken did it, so he, he deserves yeah. credit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, the fact that anyone in this modern age um, can come is Chatley's rivaling that? Yeah, yeah it's that's ridiculous. cool. That's really cool. Wow! What's your whammy of the week? <laughs> um, well, just to talk about it again, well, I actually have two, but they okay. both revolve around the uh, the pen. Of course, yeah, I, don't know, I like to keep it things going in the same fashion each week. Um, but um, that Penrith Parramatta game, which obviously people have already spoken about, was exceptional like like just completely and utterly exceptional and from the very very moment they kicked off it was like physically hard like a hard and fast game and I don't think I have seen a score like that for such an intense game like Mm. wild so wild fantastic to watch like amazing loved it you know, you always know for me it's a good game if I'm up past, like, you know, 8.30. <laughs> um, yeah. So to, to keep me awake was bloody sensational. Get the um, grabs ticket approval. Just, the totally. Approval. Um, <laughs> um, and then my second one, still from the same game, was Viliami Kikau's hair. Just looked so fresh. He'd obviously just had it done. It just looked so good. He'd had the, the blonde redone, but it was just very close to the scalp and he'd had some, um, he'd had like some cutting in of it as well. And I just, I loved it. Bloody loved it. I was like, what a fresh do. I mean, yeah. obviously, I don't know if you're allowed to be going to a hairdresser, but he has. Well, the, there you if go. You watch your Insta stories, if you watch your Insta stories, all the boys are doing it. Oh, are they? Yeah, oh, I don't know okay. if that's, I don't know well, if that happens for a kick out, but um, mm. mine is. Easy, it looks, sorry. No, he looks, I was going to say, it looks, looks too good for, for another mate to be doing it. it just well, I guess they've been doing it for weeks now. They've got maybe a dap hand at it. True, true, true. This is true. So mine is just how invested my, immediately, my immediate family are. I think I've mentioned a few times I've got both um, my in-laws family and my um, outlaw family in mm-hmm. their respective tipping comps. Um, mm-hmm. And my sister-in-law, who's an Eels fan, has essentially wrapped up the uh, in-laws one. And so sure. she will now get a packet of chips, a winner's packet of chips. Every single person who competed now has to give her a packet of chips of their choosing. And she's insisted that the, the, each participant gets to choose the chip. It has to be a victory chip that they all get to choose. She's insisting, though, that there be no English on the packet, which is a pretty outrageous Oh, wow. So that's, I can't wait to see how that goes. Uh, now, in my family one, it's very tightly contested. Mercho, the man I spoke before, mm-hmm. used to be the producer of my mm-hmm. brother-in-law. He's two points behind me. He tipped Roosters for an upset and then stepped one further behind. 
Um, but excellent because Love of that. it, my I've got a um, I've got an immediate family messenger group mm. chat group, and it is just it used to be, you know, oh what's happening? How is everyone? Blah blah blah. Crappy family stuff, just keeping up with each other. No one cares. Now it is just absolute fire bombs through the entire week about football. The entire time. How good is that? Scores, upsets, injuries, um, things like that. And and today's cover, my my sister particularly, who if anyone's been listening from the beginning, she used to be. We used to have a live audience um, where the doctor's <laughs> wife and and my sister would sit in and just laugh at us. Um, and so they, that she, she had no idea about football. Weddy still, or up until this year, had no idea about football. She sat in on one episode with me once. Um, yeah. And, and I'd ask, often ask her what she thought the score was of the game. She said, I don't know. I said, okay, have a guess. And she'd say the most outlandish, like 37 to 42. I was like, for a team to be 37 is That's amazing. So you obviously have no idea how the scoring works because you wouldn't have said that number. Um, <laughs> so she had no idea about the sport at all until this year. And now she is across everything to the point where she has a real visceral hate for Daily Cherry Evans. One that you can only get from from watching a human and and like studying them and and just assuming projecting a persona on that person to a point where she just really feels it. And the, what are her main three bugbears about DCE? Uh, off the top of my head, uh, she doesn't like the way he runs. She doesn't like the shape of his face. And she. Does, I mean, she, I get that. I fully she, get that. She thinks he has like some kind of weird gait that just throws her off. Um, and she also. I, and I think she just really doesn't like that he was the the mouthpiece for Queensland um, because she took sure. State of Origin a little bit seriously this year, and he was out there complaining. Sure. What she and t- what she saw as complaining and whinging. I uh, saw so maybe his tone of voice also just generally, and so um, anyway, she would fire up about it to the point where you're going to see this episode photo. She didn't. I didn't ask for this. This was just something she yeah. saw in the chat. This is what happens now in my chat that you get the most outrageous um, pictures and and comments. Um, and so, anyway, it's been great. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And, and small questions, like all of a sudden she's asking about um, how, why is there a point, well, when you're on the same amount of points on the table, how come, you know, the Tigers are above Cronulla? And I'm like, oh, mm, please, mm, I'm sure this is what this mm. is. Like, oh, so there's, you should actually be trying to, even when you're winning, like you should be trying to win by more. And like, yeah, that's exactly right. Or my dad's messaging, like, he's been watching football his whole life as well, but he's just like, what, mm. what's this crash attack on? Why? I keep getting a penalty for it, but what does the crash mean? And so instead of just having to like read boring messages about everyone's crappy lives, I now get Absolutely. to sit there and help them better understand football. It's an absolute dream. So, and, and I had no idea that at the beginning of the year when I said, hey, guys, let's do a tipping comp, one, anyone would say yes, or two, that it would have been this successful. I thought everyone would have dropped off ages ago. So it's been a real... How been a real good is that? And if, that I is win, if I win, the prize in this tipping comp is that everyone has to buy me a pie. <gasps> that's a good that one that one's better than chips well i was really hoping you, to get the double whammy get chips and pies yeah you know. true do you do you get to like say what day you want the pies as well or is it just you get what you get i think you just have to cop it yeah you just get the pie because i mean you don't really want more than like two pies in a day yeah and you and i have been friends for a long time i'm surprised you'd say that about me you don't think i would eat two pies in one sitting particularly if i were giving oh, them for no. free I know, but I don't think, like, you, you want to enjoy them. They're victory pies, so you want to what taste... I'm enjoying, what I'm enjoying is their face <laughs> when they got to give it to me. The pies, <laughs> the pies just the ceremony, the, uh, <laughs> the cutting of the ribbon. What I really want is the, the juicy tears. Um, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. And, and the chat on the, um, 
the chat on the on the messenger group where I'll be able to just smash everyone. I've been so kind and lovely the whole time helping them, and now I'm going to smash them when I win. Can't wait. <laughs> Playing sits in the rugby league Garden of Eden. Bad luck of the week, Krabs. Tell me, um, tell me how you think this is now going to run out. So, speaking mm. of tips, how are you going now with your arch nemesis? Are you going well? Oh, I've killed it. Killed it. Yeah, great. She didn't. She didn't put it. She just figured. She forgot to put her tips in this week as well. So, uh, so she got I mean, I was, I was, I was one point ahead, but now I'm like three. I think so. Fine. She, Nailed um, it. She had a baby. To be mildly fair to her, which is why she did. She, she did. She may bit. have forgotten, possibly. Simo, um, but, um, who is coming first in our work tipping comp, uh, doesn't actually work with us anymore. But did get on so the WhatsApp the other day just to say, just to tell me, hey, I just want to make sure that you can see who's number one from all the way down to number ten. And I was uh, thanking him profusely for that. It's really <laughs> nice of him. No, I, I think we cut him because um, he doesn't actually work there anymore. So everyone moves up a spot. Well, Miguel Sanchez is coming third, and you're coming fifth. And mm, mm. I've, uh, I'm just, oh no, I'm, I'm level with Papacanti, uh, and I'm only beating her on four and against, which is. Great for me. That's great bragging rights as well. Chicken parmesan for the, um, given up as well. Yeah, I um. Are you beating in the margins? Yeah, just in the margins. I'm beating Pat. Yeah, great. I, I in my other tipping comp, I came third, but second in the margins. So I I often tell that to people. I'm like, I did come third, but I second in the margins. So that's the most important thing to me. Now, Rabbits and Seagulls, Storm and Panthers, which one of those two games do you think has the most likely uh, upset? I mean... You're going to have to say it, mate. It's, yeah, it's, it's Rabbits and Manly, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, it's yeah. anyone's game. Like, it's actually anyone's game for that, I think. Um, whereas I feel a lot more confident in saying that the Storm have it over the Panthers. Mm. Although... I think I don't think the Panthers can get over the storm in a grand final. Ooh, but you but think? I think if they were going to, they could possibly do it this weekend. Mm. Possibly. Um, I th- yeah, I just I think that the storm are too good in a grand final, but maybe potentially this weekend. I mean, that sounds really cute, but of course, the Storm are so good in a grand final. And for you to know that, they must have made a lot of grand finals, which means they've already won this game a whole bunch of times as well. Yeah, but, right, um, whatever. But I, you I can live like in it. hope. Still, you can just yeah. you can just live in hope that it won't be a Storm grand final. Like yeah. I really live in hope. Yeah. Um, the other thing about that is the league has really tightened up. So, so within. Due to PVL ball and all the six agains, there was a lot of blowouts. The, the favourite mm. was really obvious and it was really hard to ever get an upset. Mm. I felt like, although it didn't happen with the Manly Roosters game, I felt like anyone mm. really could have won, won that. And Manly and Eels, really, anyone could have won that. There was a favourite. Mm. And I feel mm. the same about Panthers and Storm. I don't think it's as crazy as the Titans beating the Roosters if the Panthers true. beat Melbourne. I think true, it's, true. it's an true, upset, true. But, it's, but it's possible. So... Um, yeah. I'm with you though. If I had to pick one, I think it's going to be Manly upsetting the Rabbits. Mm, but I am. Mm, I really mm. hope it doesn't happen. I really hope Benji Marshall wins another grand final. Wouldn't that be a beautiful, beautiful thing? I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean? How am I feeling? 
Enjoy your sport for another week. Get around good people in the socials like Josh Robbo44, who is a massive Penrith fan. And at the end of that game, so did to both the at Penrith Panthers and at the Para Eels. Thank you for an excellent game. Clapping emoji. It's great to see fans like that out there wishing wellness to the opposition, win, lose, or draw. That's great to see. We'll talk to you next time. Absolutely. Sports Fest friends. Ciao. <laughs> we wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes, and we bloody love yous.